I want to ask you about miracles and faith. My experience is that when I've experienced miracles happening, I haven't had a requirement for faith. They just happen. But when I want them to happen, <laughs> they don't happen. And I've experienced disappointment. So I wanted to ask you about that place. What is a miracle and how is it that they can happen? It's a natural occurrence. Yeah. So it isn't really a miracle. It can be something on a surface level that is synchronistic and a coincidence. But because of your need within the situation and the timing that occurs of something taking place, you can experience that as a miracle. When all it was was an extremely helpful coincidence. Or it can be a natural occurrence from a deeper level of reality. Its movement is equally natural, but of a different level. That's also experienced as a miracle. The correct perception of miracles is that there are no miracles. A miracle is experienced in the way that you experience it because yourself is that different from what your being is like. When miracles have happened, or what I would myself perceive then as a miracle, I don't feel like I've been, myself has been there. And then it's like another reality. Yes. It's another reality in a sense of it being a deeper level of reality. So you've, you've dropped into a level of you that is just beneath yourself. When you're in a deeper level of you, your whole perception of reality isn't like how you experience reality in yourself. And I have a huge resistance to being there. Otherwise, why wouldn't I be there all the time? <laughs> because you being there, you being in a deeper level of you than yourself all the time means that yourself has so little importance. It is important, but only a little bit. It matters, but not much. If you don't like that yourself doesn't matter very much, you'll avoid being within the deeper levels of you. Because within those deeper levels, you know much more than anything you experience in yourself. Because of all the investments that you've made in yourself, when you drop into a deeper level of you, all of these investments hearken to you. The investments demand 
your care. If you don't let go of those investments, it doesn't matter how beautiful it is to be in a deeper level of you, you can't stay there. If you stay there, all of your investments in yourself will pass away, they'll die. They will scream on their way out. <laughs> if that has your attention, you'll be right there and you'll save yourself. For you, saving yourself is saving all of the investments that you've made in yourself. I've suffered um, two injuries in the last six months, and I feel it's a call from my spirit to be still. I'm really done with uh, trying to make money and not making money, and that being the cause of me not actually just getting on with being. It's not money, <laughs> it's resources. Yeah, resources. Your, yourself is your first resource. What you're able to do with yourself creates and puts together other resources. All of this belongs to you being in your own being. So it's in service to your being. It's in service to you. But if you use that to have satisfaction in your experience of yourself, you walk away from your own being. You're trapped in yourself. What you don't need, for example, is any particular lifestyle. I don't have anywhere to live, and that's kind of been my life for a long time because I have a huge resistance to paying someone else's mortgage. Um, <laughs> and living a life that is not true. I'm still not living a life that's true because I'm still not in my being. Living a life that isn't satisfying to yourself. Yes. You don't need to have a satisfying life. You don't need to have a good life. You don't need to have a pain-free life. Nothing needs to be nice. Everything that satisfies yourself doesn't satisfy you. When you buy into what satisfies yourself, you cannot come from your own being. You cannot be pure you. I feel like I've been the, in the game of survival for a long time. And at the same time, I, you know, now I especially have all this time on my hands. And I'm enjoying it. Then use that time to make plans within yourself that suit your being. And those plans will absolutely not suit yourself. 
I have no idea where to start. Where that begins is your realization that everything that matters to you in yourself matters little. And everything that you most deeply know in your heart that matters so much, that has nothing to do with yourself, that's everything. That's what your life belongs to. And that's what you live for while you're in yourself and while you move yourself in your life. Then you are coming from your heart in the midst of yourself. The experience of that in yourself is marginally satisfying. It's like a child eating vegetables when it's been used to a lot of sweets. Eating vegetables while there's a bowl full of ice cream right in front of the vegetables. Does it take a lot of discipline? No. It requires belief, you believing what you know in your heart, regardless of anything that you experience in yourself. It requires faith in what you know instead of faith in what you experience. It requires you being what you thought was a miracle. It requires you being a deeper level of you while you move about in the surface of yourself. As you're being the deeper level of you, in the midst of the surface of yourself, the surface of yourself begins to open because it becomes the same as what you're being in it. So it's only a matter of time and you come into your deeper self. When you drop down into your deeper self, you soon begin to realize your first self. Your first self is what you came into when you were a baby. The way that you were in your face when you were a baby. Yourself full of beingness. But then you're also not aware of everything that matters on the level of self, a developed self all around you. You're oblivious to all of that. All that's real to you is what you are. But that's also your 
magicalness. And when you grow up separated from that and without that, you are without your own being in yourself. Where does that being go in that case? Into what you know. And separate from your experience. Because you're not in what you know. When you are authentically in what you know, which is not at all you observing what you know or you being aware of what you know. When you're in what you know, you are completely absorbed into what you know and what you know the truth of in your heart completely absorbs all of you. Then you're in. When you're in what you know, you are in all of your being. When you're outside of what you know, when you're not one with what you know, it is as though in your experience there is no being. All that remains to satisfy you is yourself. The experience of that is like in your body, your, your body being dehydrated. And if you don't have the understanding of dehydration, when you feel dehydrated, when your body isn't hydrated, you'll easily eat instead. If it's gone past the point of thirst, and if you don't have the understanding, you're not going to drink water, you're going to do something else. The first tendency is to eat. That'll seem to help your experience somewhat, but your body will still be dehydrated. So you return to the experience. As that increases, you experience that something is wrong with your body. And it doesn't matter what you do, nothing addresses it. There, even if you drink water, it will take time for your body to normalize. When there isn't the infusion of your being in yourself, Yourself, so to speak, isn't being hydrated by your being. What you register is that something's missing and something's not right. And you keep applying yourself to yourself to address that. It'll never work. So um, choosing from my being rather than from myself, my wants, my desires. 
you don't need them. All you really fundamentally need is to believe, to be completely absorbed into what you most quietly know the truth of in your heart. That takes care of you. From there, you need to take care of your body. That requires the use of yourself. When you use yourself, you have surface resources to be able to take care of your body. The reason for taking care of your body is because you have your being while you're in your body. The survival of your body is what gives opportunity for your being to be made manifest in your body and in your life. The survival of your body isn't about yourself. Yourself doesn't satisfy you. Being your own being satisfies you. That's what your body's for. If you use your body for yourself, you become locked into the appetites in your body. Those appetites are initially there to tell you what your body needs, not what you need. What you need is oneness. What your body needs is nurture, development, and care. If you're not oneness in the midst of that, you become lost in the satisfaction of your body. If you can't sustain the distractions, you'll become depressed. You're not dead yet. You can still believe all you know in your heart. Despite what self you have. You can live that way. Despite what self you have. You can live that way in the midst of what self you have. This is fundamentally contrary to yourself and to this world. But it is one with what you know. In your heart, you know better than this world and you know better than yourself. <laughs>